0: Good morning, everyone. Boy, I am going to make a smooth transition one of these days. How are you today? This is Jim the Keys bartender coming to you from Key Largo. It's a beautiful steamy day here. Um, it's weird. It's just like jungle hot. We've had a couple days of rain. And it's July 4th weekend. Tomorrow, it just seems like always this time of year. Even though it's normally pretty temperate, right on July Fourth, it's either raining or it's freaking hot, or both. So we had uh, we have humongous traffic coming in t- to here as always. July Fourth falling on a Sunday, it's Saturday. I decided I might want to run to the bank and go to the gym down south. But that was not to be. A lot of traffic. We got the Miami crowd coming in and all that stuff. I want to talk briefly about the trip to the supermarket. I went to the supermarket. We're in a tourist town. A lot of Airbnb. People are loading up for a day on the water. And with Airbnb, the reason I said Airbnb, a lot of people have full kitchens. So they're shopping and getting a lot of that stuff done in the morning, it's beautiful now. Though it's be, it's a shame to waste it on the water because you never know when it's going to start raining again. And plus, we have, I think it's Elsa, Hurricane Elsa. It downgraded to a tropical storm, but it's always something. We got to you got to prepare for that. Uh, I don't think I'm necessarily going to put up the windows yet. The storm shutters yet. The uh, we could get a bit of rain out of it. We could get nothing. It keeps on tracking a little west. Who knows? Because whenever you, you got to pay attention to those things, it's just one of the things about the forecast. If they go, people say, ah, I make a big deal about it. Some people were worried about it, other people's not. Normally, it's the people that are somewhat new to the area and haven't gone through a couple of them. So it looks like we're probably going to have a, a couple of these to keep an eye on this summer into fall. And I have considered I have about two days worth. i got to go and fill up my propane tanks. I should do that in the morning. That's the one thing I should do. Do that tomorrow morning when I wake up, maybe around 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock is the magic hour down here. You get the people going out on their, you know, going on fishing trips and all that stuff, And, and then you have the late risers. So you're right in between that stuff. So I'll get my propane tank filled, my backup propane, just in case. But I really only need like two days worth of heat or something like that. Plus I have peanut butter and tuna fish. When I And i got to start eating down my stuff in the freezer. If I intend to go to Poland, and it looks like I'm going to Poland. Oh, it looks like my dinner's ready. I'm going to pause this for a second. I'll be right back. Might dinner my... My lunch. So, I'm going to take my stuff off the stove and I'll be right back. Okay, we're back. So, where was I? I decided I wanted to go down south, do a little workout, hit the bank. And and the traffic is crazy already. When it's backed up to the light, there's only... Gosh... Have to say, traffic signals. There's between here and 50 miles south, there are two full traffic signals, one pedestrian crossing where they have a signal there that stops. So it's over 50 miles of a, yeah, it's a highway, but there's residential roads uh, entering right on there. So you got to be careful. Mm-hmm. So it's the holiday weekend. I should you know, if I wanted to go, I should have got up early and I was up early, but I didn't get moving. So I get to the supermarket. There's a lot of people loading up the cars and all that stuff. And as I'm leaving, I won't go through the drudgery of what I bought. It wasn't too bad. It was a little crowded in there, but they had plenty of cashiers checking us out. As I'm leaving, I see these two guys with, a jet ski towing behind their truck. And the guy has the tailgate down on his truck and he's just making his sandwiches and stuff like that. And there's shit going all on, on the floor on the um, parking space. And I just pull up and I look at him and I'm ready to say something. I just realized I'm not going to start my day this way again in an argument with these two assholes. You know, to come to... Town and they just trash the parking lot and there, it's, they just there's trash cans around and stuff like that. But they're you know they're in a hurry, they're getting their shit and they get, open up the water uh, case of water that they have and they throw the plastic anywhere. They're drinking bottles. And it's just all the trash goes on the ground, and luckily they we clean up around there. But it's just like there is no zero respect for it. And I realized if I went and said something to in the long run, oh, let me, let me stop this so my dog, okay, there she is, she stopped. She's barking at cats. So if I said something, I played the tape forward and I thought if I said something, would these guys learn anything? No. Would they stop doing it again? In this instance, they may have cleaned up, but they may have decided to, be retroactively doing it and just trash it to get at people like me. No, But they leave shit all around, these people. And I'm not trying to stereotype who it is. It tends to be people, Miami people, because they have their jet skis and things like that they're coming down with. And they, they you know, they get their cases of beer, they get... They bring their uh, barbecue. They set up shop wherever they can drop their jet skis in. Luckily, there's not a lot of places anymore for that. And you you think, well, that's not good, right? No, well, you know what? These people don't respect it. It's just there's there's zero shits given about how and the amount of trash they just leave out there. But I'm not going to... I'm not going to spend my time bitching about it. Because I'm not going to teach them a lesson. They grew up this way. They're going to be that way. And me saying anything would just put me in a shitty mood. And I have an opportunity to air my grievances on the air. Which I did. So I'm over that. Maybe I am. Maybe I am. Maybe I'm not. But I'm looking forward to the rest of the weekend being busy. Last night, we had a, a nice crowd early. We didn't get too many late people. We had a new musician in named Tony and a young Cuban guy who was playing traditional Cuban music on his guitar. It was beautiful, really lovely. And tonight, we have Richard, who's a guitar player, who shows up Richard and Kelly. And uh, they, they she has an absolutely lovely voice, and Richard's a, a wonderful guitar player. We're not a big venue, so... A lot of people, when they come in last night, the guy that came in wasn't used to, I don't think he's used to playing this small a venue because his volume was way high. Way high. And he had a lot of feedback. I think he's used to playing outside more often than inside. I think maybe I'm going to talk to him next time about that. I said, listen, you lost a lot of people coming in because your, your volume was too high. And I'm not saying that Haphazardly, I had a couple that came in and I like staying here, and they just said it's just too loud in here. The music's too loud, and they get up and leave. And that didn't change it. And the guy was promoting his music and all that stuff. It just didn't. If you if you have a small space, you should take that in consideration with the volume you have. I mean, these guys should have decibel meters. I'm taking them when I hear the phone, I don't even answer the phone. Because I can't hear it, and I'm busy at the bar. I can't take the phone outside. The outside, our back patio is less than twenty five feet away. But it really, on a busy holiday weekend, I really can't leave. Funny thing about that, though, with that, the phone ringing and all that. I went to grab the phone after we had closed, and I was going to handle it nicely. I'm saying, I'm sorry. We're not, clo-. you know, it's eleven o'clock. Close the kitchen at ten, and they oh where are we gonna eat? And I said uh, I said I don't know. I'm sorry. You know what? I'm realize that you just got off. You know, we, most people are just getting off planes and they are just getting down here on a busy weekend. No, we've been here since four. Oh, we've just been hanging around in a bar that didn't have any food, and I said, well, you made a wrong calculation. About being hungry. You wanted to drink more than you wanted to eat. Now you can't really eat. So you, now your options at 11 o'clock, you have Denny's. So good luck with your Grand Slam breakfast. But they do have a bar there, so you can always get, you can continue your drinking. It always gets my, piques my interest that people that spend their, whole day drinking in a place that doesn't have food and then decide they want to eat and then they show up and it's closed and then they get angry. I wonder where their anger is placed. Where are they putting it? Is it on me? Is it on the establishment? Is it frustration at themselves? I'm saying, listen, if you want to really have a conversation with the person that's kept you from having a meal all you have to do is walk in the restroom look in the mirror you fucking waited too long you should always if you're I suggest this if you decide you're going to go out and drink eating is always a good idea now we did talk about the previous episode about how a lot of people have issues now vacation is different that's the nice thing about those all-inclusive resorts you go to when they always have some food venue open. I loved, I love going to them. I'm not going to mention it because I don't have, well, I went to Sandals, Jamaica on my honeymoon and they had a kiosk where they served jer- jerk chicken, hamburgers, hot dogs, chicken sandwiches, you know, roast, like I said, roast jerk chicken, fried potatoes, the French fries. And you could just go and eat and then there's a bar right over there or you can order food at some of these nicer bars that they had on their at their resort and they had the restaurants and all that stuff you just go up and get dressed to your room and then you come down easy as pie and you just keep on eating you know just but when you're in it when you're at the leisure you're 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 attending at the leisure of the Closing and opening of private restaurants that aren't on a resort. You got to do your homework. We have people headed down to Key West. Now, I remember Key West. They're, Key West is a little later than Key Largo, the way they stay open. But it's even drinkier because you have Duval Street and it's 1130. It's 1130. And I guarantee you, there are people walking up and down Wall Street, at uh, Wall Street, Duval Street right now with drinks in their hands—rum punches, beers—you know those, not bottled beers, but you know those aluminum can bottles, frozen drinks, pina coladas, all over the place. Eleven thirty, yep, soon, and it keeps on going, 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 and it reaches its peak around ten o'clock. 10 o'clock, and it'd still be busy around 11 and things like that. And then it really drops off. Because the lion's share of the population started so early, you don't get a real late crowd. And it's not an enforced curfew or anything like that. Just the way, way things are. If you start drinking at 10 o'clock in the morning, you're usually done at 6, 7, 8 o'clock at night. That's a lot of drinking down there. Now, back there. Tropical storm or hurricane? It's a tropical storm right now Alison. Allison. This is the normal pattern that we have with these storms. You hear people thinking, you're gauging, should I put my storm shutters up? Should I close things up? Some people have the impact windows and don't really worry about anything until it's above a category one. Other people have shutters they can close just by you know mechanically close and they don't have to. And then people with houses that were burnt, burnt, burnt uh, were built before Andrew around that time. They got these aluminum shutters or wooden shutters they put on, and you need that. You need that because it wins. when you get. A constant 70 mile per hour wind, tropical storm, which I'm guessing that we're going to end up with some wind gusts up to 30 miles an hour and that's it. So not needing any, um, oh, maybe 40, 45, not needing any shutters up. Yeah, that's going to be enough to knock some limbs down and things like that, sustained winds of 30 miles an hour. And with all the rain we had, some trees will come down. But we won't lose, most likely won't lose any power. We'll get a little rain. I'm on the high end of the island. Or where I am is the high end. But there's other places. They're not going to fare so well. Deval Street, if they get like an inch or two of rain, there's going to be foot of rain on Duvall Street. A foot of water. And you'll be slogging around through that. And it won't stop things. Places will stay open. Because most of the bars have are up a step or two. It's always fun when you're on Duval Street, if you are a drinker, to stop in the smallest bar. That's right connected to, it's on the, it's the front side, though a separate bar that's connected to the Hog's Breath Tavern. And uh, it's a, a fun place and you can start, you know, you have people that do the whole Duval Crawl the nice thing about there's restaurants along the way there's Angelina's Pizza I don't even know if that's open anymore but I think it is there's a couple Italian places a couple you know burger places there's Jimmy Buffett's place there's Margaritaville you know Tourist Traps yeah Margaritaville Fat Tuesdays Flanagan's is Flanagan's I forget the name of that place and of course you have the Garden of Eden. Everyone asks about the Garden of Eden when go to the, the nude bar. It takes a special kind of person to go to the Garden of Eden. And when I say special kind of person, to really enjoy it. Unless you're one like a pervy gawker and you just want to see naked people. If It's probably opening at the moment as we speak right now. The Garden of Eden is on the third floor floor of where the Black Bull is. Right, I think where Truman, right near where Truman runs into Duval Street or a block away. And right in the middle of Duval Street, when I say mi- middle of Deval Street, not in the middle of the street, but middle of the, the whole crowd, right, right as you get into the busy section of the bar section, where all the bars are lined up. So you go upstairs. I think they have lockers for your clothes. You can go in there and get naked. For the adventurous, you just you know take your clothes off. It's hard. the The bad thing about being naked is carrying your money and your identification and all the stuff you need. You know, unless you have one. If you have an Apple Pay on your phone, and they, I don't know if they accept that, but that would be awesome. You just have to carry your phone. You got to be careful. Lock it and do. You do the biometric locks on it so it's only your hand that can open it, your fingerprint. That may work, but you still got to carry your phone. And you're naked with holding a phone in your hand. One of the better things to have in your hand when you're in public. Because you could have, standing there naked, have your dick in your hand or your boob in your hand. No judgment there, but there is, even among nudists, there is polite behavior. You know, no bending over to tie your sneakers to give someone a shot of the anus or your ball sack. I'm not throwing that in there. I'm just saying there's certain courtesies you have to have when you're naked. Keeping, you know, not doing too many wide stances. Maybe not getting a raging heart on because that makes people uncomfortable. So if you're on any, type of male enhancement or ED medication, you may want to lay off it if you're going up there. It's hard to talk to people when you have a raging heart on. But if you go up there right now, the older people will probably be coming in to get on the lounge chairs. And I guess if I was getting on one of those sun chairs, I would definitely have to bring, even though sunlight's the best disinfectant, I would definitely have to be bringing those Clorox Clorox wipes. I'm going to take a pause right now. I might have a notary thing coming in. Come right back. Hi, we're back. Yes, it's a holiday weekend, so tons of notary work because there's no notaries available. So I get that call. That's nice. So I was talking about naked etiquette. You know, there's drinks and all that stuff. And you got to be careful, I guess, when you're naked, you got to be careful with the hot drinks, the hot food. I'll be careful eating the fajitas if you're at one of those resorts because you got that hot fucking plate. You don't need to be dropping that stuff. Or anything like uh, stuffed jalapeno poppers. Because... That cheddar cheese is like napalm when it trips on you. It just sticks to you. So, yeah, keep yourself dry when you're down in Key West. It's a busy weekend now. And to get back to Elsa. So, everyone's watching it. They're going to be coming. Right now, it's a little south of Haiti or passing Haiti. And I guess tomorrow it'll be near Cuba it's moving pretty fast. And probably Monday night, Tuesday morning, if it doesn't slow down, it'll blow through here or through, I guess, a little west of Key West. That would be pretty nice. If it goes west of Key West, we're probably not going to see much of anything except some uh, feeder bands, of sto- uh, storms coming through. But this is what we do in this time of year. We just you, Local bars, they leave the weather channel on. They watch tropical storms, and they get kind of angsty about it when you see it. And you just know now, after years of being here, that until it gets near you, it's really nothing you can do. It's really nothing at all you can do. It's like the the way NASA handles asteroids. There's asteroids out there, and they're going by Earth. Some are getting closer, some are... uh, Further away, some are smaller, some are larger. And one of those days, but it's in a longer time period, there's going to be a big one that hits us, just like it did maybe like 75 million years ago that caused the extinction of the dinosaurs. And it formed the Gulf of Mexico. There was a big uh, asteroid that hit that formed the Gulf of Mexico or a comet, whatever it was. So you just look at it. You see where the track's going. They'll have like the way we view it here. You learn so much about hurricanes. They use these Hurricane Hunter, the Air Force or NOAA, National Organization of National Oceanographic, whatever. The weather. What they, (laughs) They track the weather. And then you got the Weather Channel. You got fucking Jim Cantore. Jim Cantore shows up in your neighborhood. You know that you better start putting your storm shutters up. Jim Cantore is the main correspondent for hurricanes on the Weather Channel. And he's after Jimmy Buffett. I'd have to say Jim Cantore is one of the most famous regulars in the Keys. He comes down here a lot. So if he shows up in your neighborhood, load up on canned food, propane, water, and batteries, and candles. Did I miss anything? Bread. If you like bread or crackers, you know. There's bread, people, crackers. But P to people, right? P-I-T-A. So, from watching that, they have all these models. And there's software programs developed by organizations. There's the European model. There's the NOAA model. There's, do there You see these lines and there'll be like 20 different tracks that they have. And one will say, oh, you know, it's like betting on something, the odds. And the further out it is, the less likely it is to happen. So this storm will come in, this hurricane or whatever, and some of these tracking and they're usually right about the wind speed they have been wrong about tracking when they weaken and weaken and they go and sometimes they skip around like crazy like a, a tornado tornadoes are very what would you call it ephemeral or what's that word that you want to use for that where someone is wind whimsical just goes on its own. So you got to watch these hurricanes and they'll have this one track and they'll come bring it far to the west and they have one track they'll bring it right up through Key Largo, Miami. But they'll take an average all that, and that's where they get the cone. The cone of certainty. And here they call it the cone of death. Though nowadays if you do prepare it's hard to find a way to die. It's not like I mean, obviously, if it sparks a hurricane or a tropical storm, sparks a tornado, and you're stuck in a tornado, or you're doing something stupid, you know. And some people have very capricious or oh, capricious—that's the word I was looking for—living arrangements, meaning they don't have a really stable home environment. You have trailers and things like that. Some people even live in live in tents. In the mangroves, though every so often Monroe County goes and clears them out. We, have, we do have a lot of people that list their address in Monroe County as the streets of Key Largo, the streets of Almorada, the streets of Marathon, the streets of Key West. A shitload of streets, uh, streets of Key West. If you go into Monroe County Police Blotter, which I should check today, that would be a good idea right now. do a check on that. You'll see that a lot of people in Key West, people that are arrested for either theft, wrong, or property crime, list their address as the streets of. And I don't begrudge them the chance to live here. And a lot of people are angry at that and stuff like that. But hey, it's just the way it is. Homeless people... come down here just the same reason they picked the same reason as people that moved down here and, and they're sparking the real estate boom down here but i really realize the real estate boom isn't just here it's also in the rest of the country and not only the rest of the country it's in poland yeah it's in poland because there's you can see the property price is going crazy Okay, here we got Monroe County coming. It'll be interesting. I'm not going to go that far back. Let's see. I'm going to get on the third. Oh, today's the third. So these are people that were arrested after midnight. We'll go to the second. Let's get that. We'll start from the beginning. at the to change over. See, some smiling faces look like partiers and stuff like that. Oh, here we go. There we go. Uh, city, can I address? Here we go. Homestead, young fellow, man. What are you doing? Drug possession, stuff like that. Pfft. Holy shit! Okay, drugs, drugs, marijuana possession. Key West. Let's see, oh. People look familiar. Yes. <clears throat> It's one of the things that we do down here. Just look. At, you say, well, I'm going to see if any of my friends got arrested. But DOI. Not necessarily the underhanded one. When you see an out-of-county warrant, you always go, oh, well, they were stopped for something else. And then they they do a background charge. Okay, there we go. We go to First Streets of Key West. Occupation unemployed. I'm not going to say the guy's name the irish last name 50 years old probation violation a dui reference dui enhanced enhanced was he he must have been driving two cars at the same time when he was maybe he was driving one of his trucks that was carrying other cars so yep guys his streets of key west that's a shame that is a shame i do not make light of that another young fellow in key west but he has an address Another key... Now, this is three of them. Oh, this guy looks like he... Paul Simon Flores. I'm sorry, he says, trespass on a property other than structural convenience. Streets of Key West. Occupation gardener. Poor guy. Man. Here we go. Nail tech bartender in Tampa. Probation violation. Hmm. Here we go. No, that's... Streets of Key West. 52-year-old guy. Looks a little older than me, but he's younger. Probation violation, moving vehicle violation. Oh, he lives in Keto, but he has a vehicle. guy's doing well for himself. Well, not by the... He can use a little... Looks like uh, he can use a little sunscreen. So that's three of them. Oh, this young guy, he has... A bulletproof vest on him. What does he get in trouble for? Failure to appear. Oh, driving. Driving out. Drivers license. Why does he need a bulletproof vest? It looks like streets a marathon. Forty-three year old guy, and there's just as many white people as other minorities. Um, oh, this guy's a career offender. Failure to register as a career offender. Decided to move down here. Gosh, probably one of those people that got left behind. Oh, lovely lady, conditional release, who she, boat captain, whoa, got a little fight, yep, got a little fight, good the cut below his eye, 52, a couple years younger, doesn't look so hot either, hard life, hard life to have battery on an officer, but he doesn't have, let's see, Homestead, I don't know her, I don't know this guy, oh, he's visiting Marathon, um, Key West. Street, Streets of Key West. Oh, this guy's 48. He looks like he has problems with his teeth. Unknown unknown charges. Uh, do you see? Driver. Oh, this guy. He looks fucked up. Oh, he's a driver. God. He was arrested up in uh, Key Lardo. He looks like he was fucked up. 43 years old man. You're not going to get your act together when you're 43, right? I did that. Who knows? Homestead, young fella. That's a shame. Marijuana possession. What's this guy? He doesn't look very happy. Uh, alcohol, moving violation, marijuana. Yeah. He hit. Not the trifecta. That's the daily double. DUI. That's a single... Out of County Warrant, that's like walking. That's pretty much it. Not too bad for those. I didn't go far back, but usually when on a holiday weekend, there's a lot of people down here. So they're probably going to let the people that have minor violations, open container violations, stuff like that. And they're not going to give them a hard time, so there would be a lot less incidents from the ho- homeless people coming in but they're here they're still here and there's a local ones you see all the time I haven't seen much of the man we had this guy he's around 6 foot 10 and he wears all white and he's always uh, on the when the rainy weather's around he has a plastic bag over him and he has some kind of white cardboard on top of his head is some protection he has a beard, and he has it kind of tied in a in a ponytail in the front. And the guy never talks to anybody. He's been down here for at least 12, 13 years. And you see him, and he does, he lives on the streets, and you see he does it does the dumpster diving and all that stuff. But he's always wearing clean white clothes. They look clean. It's always... Everything's white. You never see him in black uh, flip-flops or whatever. And he just walks down with his bags up and down the bike path. And then we have the hairy back guy on his bike. And he has a empty banana box where he carries all his stuff in on his on his handlebar. He doesn't have a basket. And if the weather... You rarely ever see that guy wearing a shirt. Never see that guy wearing a shirt. He's riding up and down and back. And then there's another guy. I don't know if he's homeless. But he looks to be about 70 years old. All his hair is kind of like dark, gray, or white. And you see him, he likes to dye his beard. And his beard is always jet black. Yeah, and you see these people, those up and down, and you know, you do not they don't get arrested, those, those people. They know who they are. They don't get them in trespassing. They seem to know where to stay, where they're not on someone's property. A lot of these homeless people, when they get Im- busted, when it's raining, they'll go into an incomplete construction site and take a little shelter from the storm. And if someone finds them there, they, you know, they charge them with... Uh, uh, public order crime or trespassing I myself don't think it really works if you do that because once you get them when you arrest them and you arrest them enough to get under the care of the county and have to stay in county lockup and a lot of times especially when it's really hot the county life lockup I imagine I hope that it's kinda of air conditioned and get decent food and facilities. So it's not necessarily, you know, having a doing some property crime and stuff like that. They're not really horrible people. People look at them and they say, Oh, that's hor-. what's really bad is the people that reckless driving. That's the one. These homeless guys rarely ever hurt anybody except each other, maybe sometimes. But these people that are coming down the road and a lot of locals, a lot of locals driving haphazardly and tourists, they're just in a hurry. It pays if you come down here not to be in a hurry. What are you going to do? So I'm going to be going into work. I just had to call for someone around the corner to come and do a, a job for them, a notary job. And they want it most of the times. People find it, especially on the weekends, a holiday weekend. There's no available notaries in the Keys. You could find one in Europe, in Miami. You could find one, likely split. You know, with some places open, some places there's a title company. There's something that someone will do it. But the thing about notaries, the reason why a lot of people aren't open. On these days, is a small town. It's not worth it. There's restrictions. Uh, The state put restrictions when they issue a notary. uh, Give you a commission on what you can charge. For a signature. And since I'm mobile, what I do is I charge for travel. But because of the traffic, I don't really... I don't do it during the, on, the, on the busy weekends because it actually is counterproductive. But this one happens to be right around the corner from me. And I should have no problem getting there on the way to work. Single you know, single uh, signature, no problem. Well, I got big plans this week. I got to start looking for a ticket to uh, Poland. Poland. And the price, I'll tell you, buying an international ticket within four weeks, what a pain in the ass. Because you're paying out your ass for a ticket. But luckily, I think I might know someone from the crew of the plane. I don't think that's going to help me with purchasing a ticket. But it definitely would help me on the flight over. It's a shame I'm not drinking anymore. I don't know. International flights, I don't even know if they're offering liquor anymore and stuff like that. Especially in the United States. Because of the rise in incidents on the airplanes with uh, between the crew and the passengers. I, on one hand, I'll just look for, I'm going to look for one seat, probably in the, uh, probably in exit row or front row, and pay an extra hundred bucks. So I don't have to have somebody... Lean back, and I'm not one of those guys to move my seat right back. I have to check, see who's behind me, and ask them. I say, "Hey, do you mind if I move my seat back?" But who sleeps that much? You no, know, you can move your seat back a little. And, but who? Who knows? Who knows with that? I'm hoping that there's going to be a lot of seats available because the it's that time of year. It's just that time of year that. Uh, they're reopening, and people aren't sure about their uh, traveling plans. A lot of people aren't doing international. So you see the airline tickets. People say when they get in with a week, uh, you know the price of a ticket goes up until you get really right on top of it. Sometimes they have availability. They could drop it down to, I may save another couple hundred bucks, three, four hundred bucks. But I don't really care. I'm, I'm willing to pay the difference just to get out a Dodge for a little while. See a different place. I've been here. It's been well. I did go to Naples. I did go to Naples last August. Naples, Florida, not Naples, Italy. But I'd like to. I'd like to hit Europe for a little while. Go there. Maybe go into the Czech Republic go on a little trip, two day trip. Check out Prague. I've never been there. Uh, maybe go into the Ukraine. I'm not going to drive because what have they fuck you over when you're when you're driving in a rental car and you go over the border. They'll try to get another 500 bucks from you. So what I'll do is probably take a train there. And I can rent a car for a day trip or pay someone. If you're going to one of these countries, especially Ukraine, I think they're staying living. You get a really good you can get a really good deal. I know there's a little civil war going on in the eastern part of the country, but I'm generally probably staying the west of the Ukraine. What I ideally would like to do is hit Croatia, Dubrovnik, Dubrovnik on the Adriatic coast. They did a lot of filming for Game of Thrones, if you guys are familiar with that. But up until then, and I'll probably do some podcasts. They may be the handheld ones I use with my phone. Maybe I'll bring a microphone, but I don't I don't know how much it'll work. I have the... Um, I have my Chromebook. That me, my Chromebook and little microphone. We'll see how that works out. Probably do two. I'll probably do three in one day. Because I don't know how much the wife will really appreciate that. But I'm going back with her. It's not like, and if I if I do get quarantine, that's all I have to do. If I'm quarantined, I'll have to stay in the house. I'm not going to go over there if I'm quarantined for seven days because who the hell wants to stay in quarantine for a week when you have a two-week vacation? I could do that fucking here, and I did do that here. Everyone, well, like the rest of everyone in the world, quarantine. But <clears throat> I'm going to uh, do it. It looks like It looks like in Poland, the border guards are allowing people that have been vaccinated with a recognized vaccine, not Clorox. Or you know something they use in the European Union, so I have my vaccination card. I have my hard copy, my soft copy. So, you know, they you go to Office Depot and they'll make you a card, you know, a copy of your card, so you can go, you know, travel with it. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that I don't get put in quarantine because they do have stiff fines if they do. I don't want to call it welfare checks. I guess it would be called security checks or health checks. And if you're caught, they have a very stiff fine. And they can compel you to pay the fine because they don't have to let you out of the country. Remember that. They don't have to let you... You know, if they charge you a large enough fine for a violation, it would behoove them to say, well, you cannot leave until you get pay or come to some agreement. So I don't think I'm going to do that. Um, I'm not going to violate quarantine if they get in there. But I hope I won't fly there and find out afterwards because you fly right in and they'll do you. Um, they'll tell you right now they say Americans that are vaccinated are allowed in Poland. That's all I needed to know. And then you don't have to quarantine. And if I have to when I get there, if they say I got to take a test, I'll go and take a test. I'll Take a, a quick test. Did you know avoid the quarantine? This is Jim the Keys Bartender. I appreciate you for listening. Uh, remember, my email address is jim at keysbartender.com. If you are in the area, please come and see me at the Catch Restaurant. I'm there most nights, most nights, not all nights. I'm not there Tuesday and Thursday, you know, but, and this weekend i'm working doubles on sunday and monday so it's good that i have this extra show in the bag because i won't be able to do one tomorrow i'm going to get up tomorrow i have to work in tonight and work a double and then work a double on on monday and maybe maybe i will get uh i'll bring my notary stamp in. it's nice to make a couple extra bucks there you know what i mean i'm always i'm always about making a couple extra bucks you know I think of it as a tank of gas here, a tank of gas there. Just every little bit helps. Put a little away, pay a bill, blah, blah, blah. That's what you do in the keys. I got my my fitness classes that I teach, this, and someday maybe this will provide me with a decent income. If you do like the show, please share it with your friends, family, Strangers, share with fucking strangers. I appreciate all you listeners. And if you have any questions, please email, email them to me. I'm starting to get emails from people. I do appreciate it. I'd like to get some emails from some of our foreign listeners. I know we got listeners in Taiwan. I'm not familiar with your provinces there. Uh, for some reason, I don't have any in China, but I do have listeners. Uh, Taiwan's like in the top three of my international. There's uh, India, which makes sense because there's India that got 1.2 million people, 1.3 mil- billion people, and English is one of the largest spoken languages over there. But I guess Taiwan, they maybe have a lot, of, a large English speaker. But I know China does too, not as much as India, but they have a lot of uh, Chinese speak it, and I know Taiwan considers itself China too, but and they do a lot of business with. The United States. I don't know how much business they do with Canada and Australia, and Canada, Australia, and United Kingdom, but I imagine it's pretty good. But I do thank you for listening, Poland. But that's relatives. Russia, Saint Petersburg. I hope it's not the intelligence organizations just listening. Putin, say, listen to this podcast. I'm tired of them saying shit about me. I'd like to get some listeners in the far east of Russia. Like Irkutsk, Kamchatka. I think Kamchatka is one all the way out there. It's a huge country, sparsely populated in the east. But I have St. Petersburg. And whoever it is in St. Petersburg, if you can email me, if you're not the, the Russian intelligence agency, uh, I'm not looking to get hacked or anything like that. There's not much you can... I don't think I'm that interesting. And I'm certainly no Joe Rogan or anything like that. But if I do get in that rare, rarefied territory, that'd be nice. I ran into someone that's on the radio down here and they were saying, Well, how many listeners you got? And I said, Well, I don't have that. I mean, I have a couple hundred. I get like three, four hundred downloads a week, which is not a lot yet. And I'm not sure if the demographics are really working accurately for me or this statistics that I get. But I do tell people, I say, listen, do you have any... You wouldn't know, would you? But do you have any listeners in other countries? Because I have, in four separate provinces in Taiwan, I have listeners. They download to different devices and stuff like that in different uh, towns. And they didn't have any answer for that. I said, yeah, I got India... I have that. I have some, you know, some of these other countries. Canada, Canada, it's international. So, thank you, thank you, all my listeners. Send me. Remember, I am not kidding when I say this. My email address is jim at Keysbartender.com. That's jim at KeysBartender.com. com. Any questions, comments? Please send them to me. Have a great day. Uh, for. Our American listeners, happy 4th of July. For American listeners abroad, happy 4th of July. Happy just regular Fourth, F- J- July 4th coming up to everyone else. Not that you celebrate our independence, but it is July 4th, and a lot of you are in the midst of your summer. I know Poland just finished up a week ago or two weeks ago their schooling. Uh, their schooling. Not the whole country finished their schooling, but their schools let out there. So I guess they may start later But we have probably the longest holidays, the summer holiday. Thank you very much and have a great day. Let's turn that music back on.